And it is he who will go as a foreigner before him in the spirit of power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the father back to the children and a disobedient to the attitude of the righteous so as to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Now let us pay attention to the last phrase to make ready a people prepare for the Lord. Now we know this is a theme for this year. We almost approached the end of the year. Now recently, because of uh, a conference uh, in Harvey Cedar, now you have heard again and again about this, uh, about this, uh, about this message, Occupy till I come. Now, as you know, that this is a, a translation from King James. And especially when we talk about the parable of Minas. Now, as you know, there are many translations. Like a new King James, it may uh, now uh, it is uh, so it has been translated as "Do business till I come." But anyway, I think these are very wonderful thoughts. It's all connected with how to prepare a people prepare for the Lord's coming. So this morning I try to follow an almost the same line. But it's from a different angle. Now, we know that uh, today we are waiting for the Lord's return. Now, if the bride, bride is waiting for the bridegroom, definitely there is an element of love in it. Now, in order to prepare people for the Lord, we have to prepare a group of people who really love the Lord. Now, we know that John, the apostle of love, in one of his last phrases, in his writings, he says, Amen, come. Lord Jesus. So let us turn to chapter 22 of Revelation. Verse 20. He who testified to these things says, Yes, I'm coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The Amen is especially uh, is especially correspond to the statement of our Lord. I am coming quickly. What does that mean? It means that as long as I start the journey, I will arrive quickly. Now, as you know, 1948, we all witnessed the rebirth of the nation of Israel. Now, according to the word of our Lord, and in 1948, our Lord already at the doors. Now, even we do not know which door of our house 
我们是否能够做这样的祷告呢？那在圣经有另外一卷书，我们就翻到这个呃这个雅各。We also turn to the last chapter. Also last uh, verse. Verse 14. Make haste, my beloved, and be like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountains of spices. 我的两人啊，求你快来，如羚羊或小鹿在香草山上。Do you see that almost the same prayer? 你是否看到是同样的一个祷告？Come quickly, O Lord. 主啊，快快的来。But now something already prepared. 那但是有一件事情已经预备好。For many many years. 有许多年。The Lord is waiting for that moment. 我们主在等候那个时刻。When the bride is ready. 但是新妇。the bridegroom can come any moment. But now, importantly, is are we sure we are already ready for his coming? Do we occupy till he comes? Do we trade till he comes? Now, we know that we we uh, we know that we are here is waiting for his coming. But important thing is that how can we prepare ourselves? In what way we will satisfy him when he really comes? Now something very interesting. Because be like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountain of spices. So not spices. But the mountains of spices. So not only the spices are ready. Here you also find the mountain of spices. Now, sometimes when we study uh, this book, we think this this term are too poetic. Now we cannot find anything real in it. Now when we come to the garden of spices, now we recognize this plant, another plant. So when you think about spices, you never think about a mountain of spices. But before the Lord's return, a mountain of spices is ready. So do we have that today? So, you know, for that to understand to understand this this matter, now we have to go through this book in a very quick way. Now, when we come to the first chapter, now you uh, you uh, let's read. Uh, 
Remember the story of Mary? How he uh, he made, uh, how he broke his vessel. And how re- how we remember that fragrance really filled the whole house. So this fragrance is always connected with our consecration. So when we talk about the fragrance, definitely is talk about our consecration. But remember, it is true. Now in in the presence of God, when we present our body as a living sacrifice, then you find some kind of fragrance will fill. In fill the air in the whole house. Now fragrance is something you can smell in the distance. When you smell some fragrance, even you do not have to see something. You know that something is already there. So when we talk about our consecration, we always remember the consecration of Mary. How the fragrance filled the whole house. But let us remember the true source of the fragrance is from the redemption of our Lord. Oh, when our Lord died for us on the cross, something filled the air. From a distance, you notice that. That's the cross. That's the death of Jesus. What the death of Jesus operated in you, then the life of Jesus will operate in someone else. So the true source of our fragrance is the work of redemption of our Lord. Remember 2,000 years ago when he died and Nicodemus went to him and anointed him with almost 100 pounds of myrrh. Remember, brothers, even 2,000 years later, we still can smell that fragrance. Now that's why in verse 13 of Song of Solomon, chapter 1, My beloved is to me a pound of myrrh which lies all night between my breasts. Now, do you see the brothers and sisters? That's the dying Jesus being carried in our life. So, let us remember that this is the true source of our fragrance. If the people can find the scar in our body. If people can find the mark of the cross in our body, then they smell the fragrance of Christ. So let us remember, this is the true source of fragrance in this universe. And verse 14, My beloved is to me a cluster of Hannah blossoms in the vineyard of Angeli. Then we discover in the vineyard of Engedi. Now you know Engedi actually is the oasis in the desert of Dead Sea. 
What you see around the Dead Sea is nothing but desert. But somehow you find a green uh, oasis near the Dead Sea. So that is called Engedi. Now, there is a vineyard in Engedi. Now, in vineyard, you only see the fruit. Normally, you don't see the flower. Yes, you do see the flower. But the flower will, will uh, blossom very shortly, then disappear. Because the emphasis for the vineyard is the fruit, is not the flower. So think about it. This is Engadi. Oasis in the desert. And finally you find vineyard in the, de- in the oasis. You almost couldn't see any flower. However, what you have seen is a cluster of Hannah blossom. That's our Lord. My beloved to me is a cluster of Hannah blossom. In the vineyard of Agadi. So our Christian life all starts from our consecration. So when we are in his presence, then immediately you notice that our Lord is to us a class of a Hannah blossom in the vineyard of Engedi. So then wonderful fellowship. From chapter one. Then chapter two, then chapter three, and then we come to chapter four. And then you discover Solomon, not only a garden of spices in Engedi. He also planned a garden of spices at the foot of Mount Hermon. Now you remember the story very well. There was a Queen Sheba from the end of the south. From Ethiopia. And you know, in that area, they always produce lots of spices. So when Queen of the South tried to visit Solomon, he tried to listen to his words of wisdom. So he really had a whole many camels. And on the back of the camel, you'll find spices upon spices. So in the Bible, you know, there was a wonderful gift from Ethiopia. But then where you are going to plant the spices? If you study the song of Solomon, one in Engadi, another one in the foot of Mahomet. So remember, once upon a time in history, in Israel also, you know, the, 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 the many spices really come from Israel. So if you want to know where in the land of Canaan you'll find the spices, one is at the foot of Mahomet. There you'll find mountain dews of Mahomet. Everything was green. You will, you will see the water from Lebanon. And then you find this water garden. So here you can see, that's why when we read chapter 4, and then we come to a very important verse, verse 12. A garden enclosed is my sister, my bride. A rock garden locked, a spring sealed up. 
Now, very interesting, brothers. After we consecrate ourselves, we are no longer as a park. We become the garden enclosed. Now, we always shut the world outside and shut Christ in. And we have a wonderful fellowship. So, the beginning of enclosed garden is always beginning of our consecration. So, the Lord said, Now, a garden enclosed is my sister, and my bride. Talk about sister first, and then bride. Because that's our order. First, when we believe in the Lord, we have the light first. So, this is my sister. But another thing, because after we, uh, after we consecrate ourselves, so our relationship is just love. So, in the eyes of our Lord, now we are his sister, his sister means we are just like him. We share the same life. But his bride speaks of the intimate relationship between our Lord and ourselves. And then how the Lord described the garden. Now, verse 13. Your shoots are an orchard of pomegranates. With choice fruits, Hannah, with nard plants. Nard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon, with all the trees of fragrances, myrrh and aloes, along with all the finest spices. Now, if we read this part of description, there are three things in the garden. First, the flower. Second, the fruit. Third, the spices. Now, flowers, flower speaks of the beauty of Christ. And the fruit speaks of fullness of Christ. And spices speaks of fragrance of Christ. When you see the beauty, something meets your eye. From a distance, you already see the flower. So through, uh, through some kind of way, and optical way, you are able to see that beauty. So you appreciate the beauty with a distance. That's flower. But now, when you enjoy the fruit, you definitely take the fruit so close. Finally, that fullness will satisfy us. But in between, that's fragrance. Some kind of life goes through some kind of process. For example, we are told here nard, saffron, commas, and cinnamon. Now, all kinds of spices. But remember, the fragrance will come out in different way. Sometimes, when you boil some of spices, the fragrance will come out. Sometimes, you have to let them go through the fire. Sometimes, you have to cut very deep into the depth of the tree. Why it hurt so much? There's something come out from there. But we don't know in which way. But somehow, from death of some life, 
Something will issue out. And not only that, it will fill the air. 不仅是如此, and that air is not just staying in some place. Somehow, you know, somehow this this thing not only fills the air, even from a distance, you can smell. It is a beauty. It is fullness. But not just by a vision. No, just by taste. But somehow, something happened in the very depth of a life. The working of the cross was so deeply. And finally, from that life, issue of something. That really fill, that really fill the sky. Something is in the air. So whenever you pass by, you notice. Remember, no, you see that. And that frequency, because of the wounds, because some kind of hurts, because some kind of secret dealing, between the Lord and you. You don't have to do the broadcasting. People will smell it. The more you talk about it, the more people see yourself. Even you have nothing to say for yourself. Remember, brother, if indeed the work of the cross Really work very deeply in your life. You don't need to do the propaganda. You don't need to remind people how much you suffer for the Lord. You see, my brothers, today we suffer for the Lord. We also make it known to the world we suffer for the Lord. You see? And the uh, important thing is, remember those three friends of, of, uh, of Daniel. They went through fire. But you don't smell fire. But today, if we suffer a little bit, immediately we let people know that we have gone through fire. So that's the frequency. That's what the Lord wants us today. Today we Christians are too, how do I say, it's too public. We almost become a park. Everybody can appreciate it. No, it is God. Enclosed. If you really consecrate yourself to the Lord, from now on, the world is out. The world is out. And only Christ is in. So that's enclosed garden. So finally, in verse 16, Awake, O north wind. And come, wind of south. Make my garden breathe out frequence. Let its spices be wetted abroad. So you see, my brothers and sisters, now something already done, something already in the air, so now you need to pray. Awake, O north wind, come, wind of south. Now, in the land of, in, in the land of Israel, northern wind is from Mount Hermon. It always brings dews with it. And south wind 
it means from Sahara Desert. It always with heat. So no matter what kind of wind, either north or south, either a happy occasion or even sometimes sad occasion. Any kind, any kind of wind will make my garden breathe out fragrance. Let the spices be wafted abroad. So that's chapter four. You can see that in these whole eight chapters. How our experience is growing. From one stage to another stage. But something interesting. We never think about. When we talk about spice, immediately we think about the garden of spices. Immediately we think of the north wind and the south wind. But in our mind, we never thought about a mountain of spices. Before the Lord's return, what we expect to have is not just a garden of spices. What we want is a garden of Spices. Now, where can we find such a garden spice? Do you think it's an exaggeration? Do you think this is a poetic way of saying something? No. No, I already mentioned. Solomon indeed planned some spices. One in Engadi, one in the foot of Muhammad. Now, in these two places, now archaeologists will tell you something about Engadi. So, if you visit Engadi today, you will see a mountain. In that mountain, you will find some steps. You can imagine in early time they must have some planned something in that uh, uh, how to call that uh, T10 uh, uh, yes that, how do you call that terraces yeah terraces you see so uh, so that means. Even today, you can see uh, a mountain. Of course, today, nothing on it. Because of a lack of water. But in the time of Solomon, the water is everywhere. Because this is really oasis. And then, and then you find that, here you find a mountain. You find terraces, and you find that they all they plant all kinds of spices in that mountain. And today, the archaeologists even tell you they have found some building. Now, in the beginning, it's almost like a fortress. Now, why need a fortress? So, it means the spices must be very expensive. Let me tell you the story. Any story behind any great discovery in the world, always something to do with the spice. Because in ancient times, spice more than more expensive than gold. You know, Columbus discovered the world. Now, before he traveled to the new world, he had to convince the king and the queen of Spain he will bring back. 
国王说他会带一些香料回来。So you can understand the spice is very very expensive。就是能够明白说这个香料是很贵。So no wonder you have fortress。To guard the whole mountain。那是要这个护卫这个整座山。But then something more interesting。那更有趣的是。They not only see the remain of the fortress。你不仅是看到这些山寨的这些的这个这个。They find in the fortress within the fortress。在这山寨里面。Actually, it was a factory of perfume. So now you can understand. Today, if you visit in Gedi, now indeed, you can prove that in Gedi, even today, you find Hannah Flower. Today, if you want, you won't find Hannah Flower in Israel. Probably the only place is in Angeti. Because that's the old place. Ancient place. In the time of Solomon, you find Hannah flower there. All kinds of all kinds of perfume spices there. So brothers and sisters, historically. Or uh, archaeologically, now mountain of spices is not poetic. It is very real. It was indeed a mountain, full of terraces, and there you find an all spice in this level, another level, another level. So what does that mean? Before the Lord's return, what he wants, not just a garden of spices, all he wants is a mountain of spices. Now, brothers, how can you have a mountain of spices? First, you need an oasis in the desert. Because where is the water? There is, there is uh, oasis. Only within the within the limit of oasis. Now you are able to plant all kinds of spices. So then you begin to have the mountain. So first thing, why? Why Engedi was up? Why everywhere is death? Only in Gedi you are green. Why? Because here you find water sources. Now very interesting. Where is the source of the spring? Very interesting. Now only geologists will tell us. Now today, if you visit Engadi, or you visit Kadesh Barnea, those two water sources is the same one. But remember, where do they get the water? Not from that sea. Now where Queen Bisheba came from? He came from Ethiopia. She came from Central Africa. Once upon a time, in Central Africa, in Ethiopia, when there was a great storm, now for us it's a destruction. But that water, that rainy water, will come down to the ground. And that underground water all the way flow to the Dead Sea. So remember, the reason you have Engedi. Because it's about 1600 miles away. There, there was a horrible storm. And many destructions, you don't know how to explain the whole situation. But that water comes down to the underground. In a secret way, somehow, all the way 
going through travel almost 1,600 miles. Finally, reach Angadi. That's why you have the oasis. Let me explain. You can assume there is a storm in Denver, Colorado. And, and then you can imagine all that water go down. And through the underground system. Now all the way connect to flushing. Suppose you find a water from the, uh, and then you find that, that that's the that's the situation. So my brother sister, this is the secret of Angadi. So today, before we have Garden of Spices, we need Angadi. Now where we have Angadi? 2,000 years ago, Jesus died for us on the cross. A river of living water all the way from heaven. And we were all baptized into one body. Remember, 2,000 years ago, on the cross, it was on Gagotha, it's almost like a storm. But thank the Lord. Finally, that water entered into the ground. Today, even 2,000 years later, you find this is a secret why we derive life today. When the whole world is full of desert, here you find oasis. Especially when we meet together. When you come to the church, you discover somehow we have a, a connection with that fountain head. Because we were baptized in one body. And for that reason, remember brothers and sisters, even long, long time ago, just like the Raining the storm in Denver. But you enjoy the spring here in Flushing. Can you imagine, brother sister? That storm in Ethiopia, in Central Africa. Now, our conclusion this must be woe to everything. But, brothers, you cannot imagine. And when that water goes deep, in the very secret way, in the dark way, no, no, unknown to everybody, you just cannot imagine that water all the way to the Red Sea. So that's how you have and get it. That's how you have this, uh, you have oasis. So if oasis, now you can plan many things. But the important thing is, if we are in Angadi, first, we discover we are carrying the dying of Jesus in our body. The murder which represent the death of Christ. And because of that, we are His presence. And there we discover our Lord to us. It's just like a hand of flower in a vineyard of Angadi. How beautiful it is. Then our life grows. And then we discover we become enclosed garden. Then gradually people will find the beauty of Christ in us. Then fullness of Christ in us. And also fragrance of Christ in us. But then brothers, if this is the case, we already prepare well. We occupy till He comes. Is that all brothers and sisters? That's why we have the whole book of Solomon. It is true. When you become enclosed garden, 
People do find the fragrance of Christ in you and in me. But before the Lord returns, what He wants is not just individual, individual, individual. He wants a whole mountain of spices. So today, if you visit Engadi, now, some scholar will remind you. Now, Hannah flower is a tree. That flower is from a tree. That's called tree of Hannah. But no one knows that. Actually, this tree will issue the fragrance. Because if you stand in one of the trees, as if you don't smell much, that's very interesting. If you have 100 trees all together in one place, then one mile away, you can smell the fragrance of Hannah flower. Now you do understand. Our Lord Jesus, the only begotten Son of our God. Indeed, He is Hannah tree. He is a tree of Hannah flower. But remember, because what He wants is, because His death and resurrection, no longer only begotten son. He will become the firstborn of many sons. And then Bible tells us he will lead all he will lead all the sons into glory. So you see, brother sister, when the church gathered together, Christ in you and Christ in me. We are, I am a Hannah flower tree, and you also the same. One, one mile away, people will smell the fragrance of tree of Hannah. That's our testimony. Brothers and sisters, that's the reason why we are here. We have been here for many years. Yes, we come every Sunday. We listen to wonderful messages. And from time to time, we have a wonderful fellowship. And also, we occupy till the Lord's come. Our life by my brother. One thing we have to ask is that all before the Lord's return. If the Lord come back quickly, something already ready, which is called a mountain of spices. Only when all those trees <coughs> planted in a mountain, and then you find that one, a, a mile away, you can smell the fruit. So can you believe that? Our Lord is willing to humble Himself. He is not satisfied with that wheat, that grain of wheat alone. He knew it too well. Indeed, He is the tree of Hannah flower. People should be able to feel, should be able to smell but somehow, there's a nature in that tree. Only when he leads many sons into glory. When the church gathered together, when we sing him together, my brother and sister, thank the Lord. And you not only come here as an individual, you not only wait for the Lord as an individual. Remember, brothers and sisters, the church ought to cooperate. It's what the Lord is waiting for. 
Well, we are ready. Well, we not only have the garden of spices, we also have spice garden, we also have mountain of spices. So, in other words, the church is being built up. Not just as individuals. And you find that before his return, he will present himself. A church glorious. Do you think this is only a theory? Do you think this is a remote dream? Now why the Lord gathered us together? Why we come from different places? For one purpose. That we may be built up. We come here for a purpose. If only meeting anywhere can satisfy you. But thank the Lord. Only when we come together and we build up together and thank the Lord. You love the Lord. Somehow you are the enclosed garden in the, before the Lord. I'm also. And He also. But finally, you see, the Lord is able to plant all these spices on the terraces of a huge mountain. So finally, we are able to pray like uh, the last verse of Song of Solomon. Make haste. My beloved, and be like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountains of spices. So may the Lord really speak to us. Let's have a season of prayer.